Hi everyone, it's your boy Leslie here. Kamusta kayong lahat dyan? Today's episode is definitely dedicated to my colleagues in the call center industry or the business processing outsource or business process outsourcing. <laughs> ano ba yung term? Pero it's, ano, it's gonna be a journey of mine be, uh, working in the call center industry or again business process outsourcing uh industry that's been flourishing for years and um with this episode i'll definitely tell you more or on how i get into this business but of course let's get into this one here because again we're gonna talk anything under the sun so please watch out for that Hi everyone! For those who are new in this podcast, you can always listen to this through Spotify for free. You can also do this through other streaming platforms worldwide. And again, the topic that we're gonna be working on is regarding call center or, you know, working on a call center because just to share my life with you, I've been in the industry for more than a decade now. Um, and you know, story time, I started as a call center out of, you know, the normal, the usual way. Nagihirap tayo nung time na yon. At medyo financially hindi tayo ganun kapalad at that time. Uh, my parents has to uh, lend some money or, you know, mangutang sa kapitbahay. Or even to the point na mag mangutang na lang din ng pangkain namin. So, of course, uh, I have to sacrifice my college dream of becoming a teacher. Um, I was uh, I already finished my second year uh, studies uh, sa, uh, sa isang state university dito sa, uh, sa Manila. So, to cut the story short, um, isa sa mga uh, parish Well, may, may kinalaman pa rin talaga ang simbahan sa buhay ko kasi at one point ang nag-refer sa akin to work on a PPO uh, company is actually yung nanay ng uh, operations manager na nag-work sa, sa isang company dito sa Makati um, she was the PPC president or parish pastor council president at that time at yung anak niya is operations manager sa isang telecommu- US telecommunications company. The reason that they ask me why should I apply for it kasi nakikita nila or naririnig nila ako nagsasalita ng English sa mga tao. Although at that time masasabi ko na hindi ganoon ka-perfect ang ang pagsasalita ko ng ng English language. So it boils down na Sinama ako at yung former parachute ministry uh, coordinator namin na mag, ano, parang go-see, kumbaga, or parang they, uh, they are practicing us to actually speak the language kasi piniprepare na pala kami for an interview. Later on, um, later on during the time na mag-a-apply na ako, yung 
PPC coordinator, uh, yung PYM coordinator namin, hindi na siya sumama kasi kaya lang pala niya ginawa yon is because gusto niya lang na parang just to ano lang, just to join me and uh, ano lang parang makiride lang pero ako talaga yung inaano nila pino-force nila na mag uh, mag-apply talaga ng work kasi they know uh, how tough my life is at that time nabubuhay kami na walang kuryente sa bahay nabubuhay kami sa kandila at gasera na hindi ganun ka luxurious not really luxurious but hindi man ganun ka ano yung buhay namin nung panahon na yon so April of 2008, I got hired um, as um, a sales representative, an inbound sales representative sa isang account sa company na yun sa Makati. That's the very first time na nag-work ako sa Makati. And uh, I, 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 I've been to Makati for the longest time. So, I stayed there for that company for one and a half years. And then I had my vacation or tahinga. Then um, nag-apply ulit ako sa anot, uh, isang company ulit. This time outbound sales representative naman ako. So I budget traumatic ang pagiging outbound sales representative because talagang you will have to persuade the customer to sign up for service at talagang medyo pahirapan yon but i was able to uh, get into it it's just that um, i had an unfortunate uh, experience with that company that um, well ngayon ko lang actually siya i-reveal uh, or actually i am up for termination at that time dahil sa mga nakita nilang something doon sa call na yon na they thought that it was fraud. So, they investigated and everything and all that stuff until na uh, na i, you know, naitawid naman ako to speak with uh, HR and all that stuff. Walang naging ano, verdict nung panahon na yon Kasi parang at that time talagang hindi ko alam ang, ang proseso, hindi ko alam ang mga uh, mga gala once sa call center at that time so talagang kapag uh, I, I, I don't really uh, think na ganun ano siya, ganun siya kagrabe pala so hindi ko hindi pa ako ganun ka ano nun, um, ka-aware sa nangyari so I been through like uh, three company uh, one company more before I got hired to this one uh, company that was originally assigned on the same company that I worked with for six months, yung pangalawang company ko, and I stayed there for almost a decade. Dahil napaka, ano talaga, parang, kumbaga, ang motivation ko nung panahon na yan is, uh, ang gusto ko lang naman mangyari is yung makapagtrabaho, kumita ng pera, something to provide for my family and all that stuff. There was even the time na hindi na talaga ako umuwi, umuwi sa bahay namin sa Mandaluyong and my mom, mm, sumalangit ako ang kaluluan niya, si nanay ko talaga nag-alala. So when I actually uh, went home a month after, uh, yun dun, in-explain ko sa kanya na kaya ako hindi umuwi kasi uh, ganito sa schedule and all that stuff. At naging masaya naman ako doon sa naging decision ko. And that actually practiced me to be uh, independent. 
Then, within that same period, I was able to actually go on my own. Um, at the age of 24, I became, uh, I, I went to Quezon City, lived there for a couple of months because of, uh, you know, uh, nag, uh, kailangan ilipat yung company na pinapasukan namin from Makati to Quezon City. So, I have to uh, rent um, a mat- an apartment with, or, or uh, actually, it has a house. And uh, I rented that, uh, we rent that one for, uh, for uh, I'm not sure how long, pero that particular moment is unforgettable and major traumatic as well. Kasi at that time, yung first boyfriend ko, well, we are not even boyfriends yet. We are not in a relationship yet. When he, ano, pero ako may crush na ako sa kanya. Uh, he has to look for a place to stay for at least a month before he goes to a different place na ano. Then, everything went well until a, an issue came na hindi ko akalain na mag, yun ang magigimit siya ng aming misunderstanding until na lumayo na yung kanyang loob sa akin. So, until such time na nakapag-resign na siya and all that stuff. So, yun. But, um, a couple of years after, uh, we met again and then, you know, we we rekindled the uh, the feelings that I had until na naging kami. But, again, it was a traumatic one, which I don't want to disclose that much because it's not appropriate to the topic. <laughs> okay. Well, going back to my call center life, um, during my stay to this uh, company that I've been with for almost a decade, I became a subject matter expert or uh, for some terms, uh, they call it our SMEs or at times they are called less as floor walkers or like escalation representatives, something like that. So, parang ang role ko nun was, of course, to be a someone na nagkakapag-take uh, ng escalation calls, doing floor walks to assist agents with any information, assist them with, uh, with the tools and the products and rekindle them with not really rekindle, to remind them of the processes and ano. And that experience is um, is definitely mixed kasi ako yung tipo ng tao na napaka-streak when it comes to process. So, it at times meron misunderstanding kaya kung minsan talagang inaabot din ako ng ano, escalations as well on my end. And um, I just wanna let you know though that I am a rude agent nung panahon na yun. And even when I became an SME, naging rude din naman ako. Then, uh, COVID happens and the company that I stayed uh, for nine years, uh, they put me on a floating list or ginawa kong floating you know, uh, agent. So, I didn't get any updates from them as to where I am gonna be uh, deployed. Hanggang sa dumating na yung punto na nag-GCQ uh, na last year when I decided to resign. Because uh, I can't, um, well, una, nakakabaliw ang hindi nakakapagtrabaho. Pangalawa, masarap yung buhay na nakakapagstay ka sa bahay kasama ang pamilya mo and all that stuff. It's just that yung eagerness for you to work kasi gusto mo rin kumita on your own and to provide something to your family is something na nami mismo. 
So, uh, to cut the story short, um, I tend uh, I rendered my resignation immediately after I got hired to my uh, sixth company, or no fifth company that I stayed for like a couple of months only, like two months literally. That company, um, at first, talagang akala ko ano, maganda yung magiging ano nila sa akin yung response. Maganda yung ano nila sa company and all that stuff kasi I got hired the same day. However, a lot of things were not meant to happen. Like, nilagay ako sa isang account na hindi ko gamay. Pangalawa, um, this is the worst, is etong company na to ay hindi ako nireconsider for the next batch for uh, for the same account that I'm supposed to be working with due to that I got uh, diagnosed with an asymptomatic uh, COVID-19 uh, symptoms which is simply lang nawalan ka lang ng pang-amoy the nurse didn't do anything I submitted all my documents to prove what happened to me and when I'm about to go back to work hindi pa rin pala nila na so on that day na ano na hindi nila na I actually had a backup plan plan to actually apply to another company within Makati and uh, luckily I got hired so por delicadeza Nagsabi ako do sa trainer ko na I have to resign immediately because una, yung training nung company na pinasukan ko is 11am and my shift with uh, with the old company that I have was like 10p at 10pm or 9pm I think so talaga medyo ano yun medyo ano sa akin yun parang I would love to stay with that company but because of the bad experience that I got hindi ko na lang siya tinuloy. So until I got uh I got all my requirements done and all my uh rep, you know uh all the clearances are done. So yon ang ending I just ended up uh resigning immediately and surrender everything to that company which is honestly that is the worst experience that I had. That is not a good experience that talagang, you know, masasabi natin na worth it. Although, grateful ako kasi sila yung, nagbig- uh, sila yung parang stepping stone ko to, ano, to work again uh, after the COVID and after being out of the office for three months. Pero parang hindi siya masaya sa akin because of the experiences that I got. So, um, the next company that I worked with is uh, a seasonal account. So, I stayed there for like more than a month. Um, it's a telecommunication, a U.S. telecommunications company, ULET, which is something that I am so excited with. Ito, medyo ano lang, medyo masyado lang ako nag-expect dito sa account na to. Kasi, I, I vented this account before. It's just that uh, since seasonal siya, so kumbaga testing the waters at kumbaga kapag seasonal accounts, yan yung mga tipong kailangan na lang nila ng panalo para sa nag-uumapaw na cues sa calls. So to cut the story short, I got um, our contracts ended uh, exactly a month after we got hired for this uh, seasonal account, which is kind of sad. 
But uh, the good thing is that uh, the current company that I'm working with, I applied to them immediately kasi, or actually I made an application to them prior to being part of this uh, of my sixth company that I work with kung saan ako nagkaroon ng seasonal account. So I end up um, getting the call uh, like a couple of days after that and I got hired. And nakakatawang isipin na until now I've been with them and I'm already staying for the company for almost a year now. So talagang I'm so grateful. Plus, yung mga fears ko sa ibang bagay ay na at ano ko na na, na I'm facing my fears this time kasi we are talking about sales which is kind of traumatic at first pero ngayon nang dahil sa sales marami akong nabibili, ang dami kong uh, nagagawa sa buhay ko na hindi ko akala yung magagawa ko talaga and uh, I can spend those money for some things na gusto kong bilhin but of course um, I have a plan this year na gusto ko ma-fulfill talaga before the year end so talagang uh, magkukumahog ako na makabenta talaga ganon and then so ayun na nga ganun yung naging buhay ko sa call center you know um, the life of a call center agent is something that I, I salute kasi kami mga nasa call center uh, ay iba sa mga nakakagisk na natin mga day jobs, yung mga nasa, ano, nasa opisina and all that stuff. Well, we are also in an office. However, a lot of people are providing bad impressions and stigma to people working in the call center industry. As if like they don't know how we feel when we had our interviews on how we're gonna shift emotions, how we empathize or sympathize to the customer, how to... Alam yun, um, a lot of people are saying that being in the call center is a no-brainer job. Guys, una sa lahat, ang, na, ang pagiging call center agent ay may utak pa rin ginagamit. Kasi, we still have to think what we have to do when it comes to provider resolution and... Yang mga yan, yung mga, uh, yung mga ganung impressions, they don't really realize it. And uh, the earlier stages of me working at the call center, a lot of people are, you know, um, throwing shade. They're, you know, nagtataas, ki, um, tinat, you know, mga tinatas silang kanilang mga kilay pag nakikita nila ako na, uy, sa call center ka pala nag, ano, ba't hindi mo pinapatuloy yung pag-aaral mo? Or, ano ba yan? Napaka-ano naman yung ano na yan? Ng trabahong pinasukan mo. Parang dadal-dal ka lang, uupo ka lang, ganyan-ganyan. Honestly, they don't know the stress that a call center agent is bearing every day. Di nila alam kung gaano kahirap ang magtrabaho sa mga call center. At ang nakakaloka pa, sa kabila ng mga ganyang bagay, a lot of people are also looking into us as somewhat not a you know someone that bears a good financial help to the government where in fact for the past couple of years and the decades that call centers are existing in the country a lot of revenue are also going to the government and there are even companies that are per, uh, partnered with some uh, you know 
call center companies that are partnered with some LGUs so for them to recruit representatives or future call center agents like me. So sa mga bayaning puyat dyan, saludo ako sa inyo. Saludo tayo na nagagawa natin yung mga bagay na talagang hindi, hindi natin masabi pero napakaalam niyo yun. Uh, a lot of things has been uh, thrown to us. Uh, there's a lot of impressions that bad impressions that were given to us but you know us call center agents are really into the best of the best employees here in the country and also in the world because again going back to what i said and i might say it in circles we have to critically uh, critically think of what we can provide to our customers as a resolution what course of action that we have to uh, to do in order for us to pacify a difficult customer how we can bear the uh, you know the abusive words and the cursing coming from some customers that are really upset and you know demanding there has been a lot of that so there is no reason for some people to underestimate a call center agent just because it's a no-brainer job being in the call center age, uh, age, uh, call center company or business uh, process outsourcing companies, they invest in everything. Well, speaking of investments, napaka-timely rin ang topic natin regarding call center or BPO because of the recent um, posts and uh, mga, you know, May mga representatives tayo na work sa call center that are really enjoying too much of the privilege of being a work-from-home representatives. However, it went overboard and there is this recent um, account or there is, the re- uh, there is this agent who did an, uh, a TikTok live while taking in calls. There are also some representatives as well that I am actually observing on TikTok na ganun din ang ginagawa. Uh, I am the type of person who doesn't call out because I don't want, you know, parang nandun yung takot ko na baka hunting in a or anything, di ba? But um, it is very much timely and, um, you know, for us to remind ourselves to use our powers, especially the social media, in providing entertainment but not to the point that we are already exposing um, some private information that was supposed to be um, you know disclosed in a secured space gaya ng maamin sa mga call centers when work from home arrangements are not yet uh, in place mobile phones and all other gadgets are not allowed to be entered inside the production room because of course we don't want our clients to pull out themselves from you know investing and we don't want my co-workers to lose their jobs but yun na nga na we, uh, we went overboard there are some representatives right now that are um you know that are actually having their time posting their activities while they are on the shift which is parang napakaano lang and ako i am guilty about it uh, i used to do that as well pero uh, as much as possible um, i don't want to 
be in the place na alam niyo yon yung magpo-post ako ng something sa social media habang nag-work na talagang i-expose ka talaga information ng customer which is a definitely a no for me kasi talagang I, I believe that a non-disclosure agreement that you signed in your head is something that you have to uh, you know that is constituted into your head na kailangan mong um, hindi lang panindigan kundi dapat mo ring sundin and um, as of the press time um, the account where this representative uh, who posted his uh, TikTok live uh, uh, didn't pull out but the representative of course got terminated because of uh, you know uh, of violating some uh, security breaches and also data privacy laws na ano na nakaano rito sa Pilipinas so this person is really blacklisted and busted of what he did um, medyo sad for him because kung ito man ang kanyang bread and butter of course he has to look for a new industry to take care of him and nowadays finding a job is definitely difficult and it's you know it's really hard to find a job especially at this period that we are in a pandemic but you know we have our ways to recover we have a lot of ways for us to redeem ourselves we have our ways to you know show the world that the uh, the thing that you did before will be erased because of your good deeds and you know with the learnings that you had from your uh past experience um yun that's really something that kailangan talaga nating uh, ingatan as well Welcome back to my podcast, the show that we're talking about anything under the sun. Let's talk about my key takeaways in working on a call center industry or on the BPO industry. Well, number one is that uh, my experience as a call center agent definitely flourished because of a lot of experiences from a simple correction with my subject verb agreements as to uh, up to the socialization or socializing with people and how to deal with uh, people that you don't even see personally in addition um, leadership wise I am learning something from you know from being a subject matter expert because that's that part of me is something that I can't uh, forget that I will never forget of course secondly when it comes to you applying to the call center we have to make sure that number one we appear nice and good-looking and beautiful pretty all that stuff pero maliban doon um, the best accessory that we have should be our confidence we should be confident enough to face a lot of challenges a lot of uh, you know questions a lot of interviews and quizzes kasi syempre aside from your mental um, comprehension and understanding 
dito rin natin masusukat kung gaano ba talaga tayo katatag when it comes to dealing with different kinds of people from all walks of life. Diba? So, kahit na masyado kang maganda, guapo, or masyado kang attractive or pangit or kung ano pa mga appearance mo as long as you are confident that you'll be able to do these things then you got the right position to stay third is when it comes to working in the call center industry please be mindful of the things that you post most call centers are adhering with the data privacy laws Uh, here in the Philippines and also uh, there are client-specific rules and regulations that we have to follow to prevent the account from being pulled out because of security breach. So, sa mga kagaya ko na mahilig mag-TikTok or mahilig mag-post ng kung ano-ano sa company, please stay away from your computers. It's better to post your naked computers nang hindi nakikita ang information ng customer mo. Lastly, maganda mag-invest ng maraming panahon sa pag-work sa call center. There are, you know, there are hoppers as we call it. Ito yung mga uh, mga tao na apply from one company to another and maraming ganito. But there are also other uh, other call center representatives that are now operations manager or even a director of a company that actually work on a gra- uh, that are graduates from their respective fields may mga doktor nurses lawyers and on my personal experience meron pangang isa na naging seminarista pa na nag-apply talaga sa company namin which is talaga nakakatuwa however of course um hindi ito kagaya ng ibang industries na meron tayo kasi dito sa BPO, sa call center, we're on the same ground. Walang pakialam ang tao or ang management kung graduate ka or high school graduate ka lang, may diploma ka man sa college or may PhD ka kasi they are treating everyone equally. And the uh, the best thing of working in the call center is marami rin dito mga kagaya ko na LGBTQIA plus members na talagang they are bringing the life of the party. So kahit na medyo stress na tayo sa pagtatrabaho dahil sa mga ano mga customers na nako sakit sa ulo, these people are trying their best to give the energy that you know, that everyone should have when it comes to working in these companies. In addition, ang pagtatrabaho sa call center ay isang marangal na trabaho. Isang trabaho na pilit minamaliit ang ibang tao, pero this industry is gaining a lot of revenues to people especially to the government and luckily i came from some companies that are even partnered with some lgus when it comes to providing jobs to the jobless so bakit pa natin mamaliitin ang isang kumpanya or ang isang industry na meron tayo a lot of people based on my experience um sent their stories to me and told me na napakaswerte ko raw na nagkatrabaho ko sa call center kasi um, 
sa mga inaplayan nilang companies ang hirap makahanap ng ganon dahil syempre um, they are very strict when it comes to their requirements whereas sa call center etong mga bagay lang na to ang kailangan mo and then pass the exams then you're good to go I am so grateful that I work into this company for more than a decade and I will continue working with this industry for the rest of my life. So for those na mga bayaning puyat dyan, na mga kagaya ko nasa call center, saludo ako sa inyo and uh, you are such a hero and you're every right that you have. So then again, it's your boy Lester here. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. Again, if you wish to have any uh, any topics to discuss you can always drop by follow me on my instagram and my tiktok at lc daguman official and probably one day baka pag live din tayo so that we can talk about a lot of things regarding anything under the sun again have yourself a great day stay safe and god bless you love you all saranghe